So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. I am off to a blazing start here. It's beginning of March, and... I, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. At the time I'm recording this, it's beginning of March. I think when you're listening to this, it's uh, March 13th or that we're releasing this episode. But it's just crazy how fast time goes. I, I remember as a kid, you'd hear these adults talk about, how, oh, time just flies by. And I was like, I don't know what these guys are talking about, man. Time just felt like an eternity as a kid. And now, you know, I'm 32 years old, about to turn 33. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you, yes, I see where you're going with this. And you know, time already feels fast now. And my, I mean, my parents say this now, my grandparents say it. So I can only just imagine how fast it's going to feel as, as we go on here. Anyway, uh, no more old man rambles for this episode, I promise. But I did really quickly want to mention that if you're not following me on Instagram, I'm super active there these days. Uh, we post multiple content per day just because, uh, you know, like recovery is a challenge, right? And to to really be successful in this area, I think we just need daily reminders. So I'm trying to be that voice of light, of positivity, that reminder like, hey, keep trying, you can do this. That's why the podcast is daily. And we're really doing the same thing on Instagram. The podcast is daily, like Monday to Friday. Daily's not actually fully accurate. But on Instagram, we legitimately post daily, uh, Monday or Sunday to Saturday, Monday to Sunday, however you want to frame that. And uh, that's just a place for you to get some more content and to be like to have some positivity in your feed. Because I know some of the stuff you're following, guys. And I know that you could probably use my content in there as well. And I have conversations on Instagram every single day. We have a bunch, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of chats uh, with people like you who want recover, uh, who want to recover and who maybe need some answers to their questions, maybe need some more resources. We do everything there through that inbox. So we'd love to see you over. The, the handle is Sathya Me Sam. Hard to spell. Really, the best way for you to do this is just click the link in the show notes. Uh, but if you do want to try to spell it, it's S-A-T-H-I-Y-A-M-E-S-A-M. Let's jump into today's content. We're talking about sexual needs. And this is a phrase or a term that we hear often, as you can imagine, in our space, you know, whether it's with colleagues, whether it's with our clientele or otherwise. And, you know, rightfully so. I mean, you know, sexual needs is pretty common terminology. And how could you not broach the subject if you're talking about helping guys quit pornography or other compulsive sexual behavior? So, you know, it, it makes sense and there's, there's a place for it. What I wanted to challenge today is the thinking around sexual needs. And I would say maybe even the word needs, like the use of that word. I don't know if it's really doing us any favors. When I think of needs, I, I talk about this in my book. Like there's four core needs that every single person has. There's the essentials, which is food, shelter, water. So the physical, practical needs that we need as human beings to simply survive within our bodies. There's safety. And so I, I suppose there is a 
um, physical component to that as well, like the shelter part. Um, but really, it's a lot more on the emotional side, like feeling safe to be yourself, to be within your own skin. Intimacy, so connection, and then significance. If you think about from basically, you know, minute one that you're on this planet to the minute you die, the these needs don't really go away. We need obviously the practicals to survive within our bodies, the, the essentials that as we call them. Safety is very helpful, right? As a child, if you have safety, it's incredibly beneficial for your development. And when you are on the way out, safety is important. Being under the care of people that you actually trust and feel safe around, critical. Um, Intimacy, connection, again, like as a baby, like if you look at the research on what goes on in a baby's body when it is nurturing, like being breastfed in particular has been really extensively researched. It's fascinating and uh, most of what's taking place with the baby, other than the physical benefits of getting the milk, is emotional connective relational type benefits um and there's you know research on oxytocin and stuff we've talked about that i won't dive into it today um if you think about significance right like every kid pretty much from the beginning wants to feel like it has a place that it really belongs and you can tell the difference even between babies who who have a sense of belonging in their family and a sense of 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 affirmation and significance compared to a baby that has been neglected and doesn't really have its place and i would i would say the same is true at, at the end you know people are lonely and miserable at the end of life when they don't have that sense of significance or or that they played a significant role in something and so I, I think these needs are are vital. They're they're crucial. I would I would probably you know die on this hill, contending for the validity of these four core needs. You don't develop sexually until you're 13, at least physically. Now we've had guests like Andrew Bauman who would argue that, you know, sexual development starts in the womb. I would certainly agree with that um, in the sense that you. The, the way you develop sexually when you are 12, 13 years old, <laughs> to be honest, you know, it is actually a, a continuation of a process that happened much earlier, right? Like your sexuality is, is embedded deep within you and it starts at a very young age. You know, I remember my first fantasy when I was four or five years old. And, and so it, it certainly starts much younger than our own physical development. But let me ask you, like when you were five years old, okay, and you really like, if you think of like a healthy, thriving five-year-old, well, if anyone's healthy and thriving at any stage in life, suffice to say they are getting their needs met. I think that would be a pretty fair argument. So if a thriving five-year-old is getting his needs met, are any of those needs sexual? I don't think so. I would think they're probably more along the lines of healthy social connections, health in the home with his family, his parents, his siblings. He's, you know, doing well at school. Maybe he's not getting like amazing grades, but he's able to at least perform to the best of his abilities. I, I, I would say these are the things that like would mark a five year, a healthy five year old kid. He's probably not getting his sexual needs met. Yeah, I know, Sathya, but you know, then you hit puberty and your needs start to change and blah, 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 blah. Do they? Why do they Why do they suddenly change when you hit puberty? I mean, I, I understand that your body's changing, you're changing your sense of self. I mean, there's definitely changes going on. I'm not negating that. 
but do we really actually have sexual needs? Um, when one of the things that my my friends have been sharing with me, you know, which is kind of it was new information to me up until I guess two or three years ago, which is that after your wife gives birth, you can't be intimate for a certain period of time. It's it's different from you know birth to birth, woman to woman. But it's it's not short. It's not a couple of days, right? Like it's weeks. Uh, you know, there there's been a couple of situations, a couple of friends where it's been a month, months without being able to to make love. So if you believe that you have sexual needs that just have to get met, how do you survive a situation like that without sinning? So I just think we have to be careful with uh, the way we're framing this. I think we all have sexual desires. I think we have sexual, I don't know, we probably need to come up with a different word, don't we? Like, I don't really feel comfortable calling them sexual needs. I think we have we have sexual desires. We have sexual expectations for sure. And I, I think, I don't know. I don't know how much further we could really go with that. If, if I told you, um, like growing up, if, if you were my kid and I told you, hey, just so you know, when you get married, you probably have sex about three times a year. Well, as a kid, you'd be like, daddy, that's gross. Why are you telling me that, right? You, you probably wouldn't do that to a, say that to a kid. But, you know, when, when they hit puberty and stuff, you're like, hey, you know, um, a lot of people talk about having sex all the time. They're all, they're, they're lying. They're just talking a big talk. The reality is you probably only have sex about three times a year. And, you know, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. But imagine that you actually eventually could convince someone, okay? And like maybe in their 20s and their early 20s, like they're hearing about their married friends and all the sexual dysfunctions. And they're like, oh, my gosh, maybe my dad was right. Like maybe maybe he was actually on something. And he gets married and he goes and expecting to have sex three times a week. Sorry, three times a year. Three times a year, okay? Well, well, when his wife, like when they're not having sex for weeks or months at a time, do you think he's going, oh, woe is me. I have all these sexual needs. What am I going to do? Well, psychologically, no. Now, there might, if he's got a libido, right, like assuming his testosterone levels are okay and everything's working physiologically, he's probably going to be ha- having those desires flare up way more often than three times a year. I'm not saying that you can just set these mental expectations and your body is just going to adjust. What I'd like to suggest to you, though, is rather than viewing them as needs, of like, oh my gosh, I have this need and I need to get it met. It's just like, oh, this is just part of the process. This just happens when you only have sex three times a year, right? Like the 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 paradigm is completely different. And so I want to challenge you if you're if you've justified like, man, I have these needs and what am I supposed to do when my wife refuses me or, you know, like I'm single, Sathya, you're asking me to quit watching porn and to not masturbate, but I have these needs. I have these needs. I I really want to encourage you just pause, okay? Maybe these things aren't needs. Maybe they're expectations. Maybe you've just translated those sexual desires within you into a set of needs or or a set of expectations that you're unwilling to budge. And it's actually costing you sin in the process. So be careful. Or it's not costing you sin, but you know what I mean. It's costing you living without sin. I don't think you have sexual needs. I really don't. I, I think we have expectations. I think we have desires. I think we have physical, sexual, you know, whatever you want to call them, I guess, impulses or operations, functionings within our biological systems. But man, sexual needs, I don't think so. I, I think we can do better. And and I think in the process, we become a lot stronger. And, you know, to run with my a little bit extreme metaphor, like, if somebody was really only expecting sex three times a year and they got it six times in a year, which is still just once every two months, how happy is that guy, right? Like, again, if we can really tailor our expectations here, I, I think I think we can set ourselves up to be much more in control of what's going on 
and also to just enjoy the sexual activity that we experience in our marriage when they when it happens, right? And I know this probably sounds like I'm just trying to like come up with some poor excuse for why I have like a sexless marriage or something. I do not. I can I can assure you it's far from it. But I just the sexual needs thing is really I I feel like it's just leading people into some really bad places, some bad justifications and obviously some poor behavior. And so um I wanted to advise you guys on it. Be careful. And, and let's see if we can look at this a different way. So that's everything. If you have more questions or you just want more great daily content, I'm on Instagram. Like I mentioned, we're there every single freaking day. Sathya Me Sam is the handle, S-A-T-H-I-Y-A-M-E-S-A-M. In the meantime, this has been Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.